Hello, everyone, and welcome to CVU Quantum Radio Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with your host, Claudia Pareco. Karmic Astrology is presented by Explore Astrology with Susan Reynolds. She has worked as a karmic astrologer for the last 35 years. Karmic Astrology traces the soul's evolution from past lives into the current life, setting the stage for a great journey. Look at your past, present, and future with Karmic Astrology. Astrologer and intuitive healer Susan Reynolds speaks astrology as a language of life, a positive, living, and a breathing language of human possibility. Before each reading, Susan meditates upon the chart in question and sees visions of that person's past lives and how they are impacting her current life. During her show, Susan has pre-selected some callers for different types of readings. If time allows, she will take additional live callers. If you want to be considered for your future show with Susan, please go to www.charlotteview.net, look for Susan Reynolds under our monthly shows tab, and fill out the request. Susan lives in the Charlotte, North Carolina area and attends various fairs and events. To find out locations or contact Susan Reynolds outside of the show, please go to her website, www.exploreastrology.com. Tune in Mondays and Fridays to see View and listen to all our shows. Go to charlotteview.net and look on their monthly shows. Find our podcast directory and listen to us live or on demand. Now, let's find out what is coming up in the stars and who are the lucky callers of the day. for being here on Karmic Astrology Past Lives with Susan Reynolds. We are so excited to have everybody here. So we're going to go ahead and bring Susan to the show because we are having a very full one, one with a lot of information that you want to listen. Susan, welcome to your show. Thanks, Claudia. As always, it's a pleasure. There is a lot for us to talk about today. I know we have callers. I also know that last last month when I was trying to tell everybody for all the signs a little bit about what 2019 is going to hold for them, I got as far as Leo, and I want to see if I can finish up the rest of the signs today. And I want to talk about what's going on in April. And I don't know, we can fit all this in an hour, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> And I will keep First, you with the timer, so yes, people know. Thank you, Claudia. You're because welcome. if anybody has listened to the show, they know that once I start talking to a client, I can just keep going and going and going and take the whole hour just for them. And I really depend on Claudia to ring that bell and tell me, Susan, it's time to move along. There are other people waiting. So, um, yes, Claudia, you have that responsibility this hour. 
I will remind everybody that right now we are still in March. And even though it is the tail end and the 25th of the month, we still have three more days, the rest of today, all of today. And then Wednesday is when Mercury will finally turn direct. Mercury has been retrograde for much of this month, and it turned retrograde on March 5th. And it will turn direct on Wednesday, finally. And we are all going to be breathing a huge, huge sigh of relief as this planet stops bothering our life and creating snafus. I told somebody that Mercury retrograde has kicked me down, beat me up, and pushed sand in my face. So sometimes we just sail through it, and other times, yes, there are annoyances. So we've just got a couple more days, and we are counting, and then things should start to calm down after that. But as we go into April, I am looking at April as a busy astrological month. There's a lot happening because we have not one, not two, but three planets all changing direction. And when we have so many planets changing direction in the sky, or seeming to, the planets don't actually change direction, but it looks like it from from standpoint of Earth that it is changing. We notice that in our lives. And in April, we have a few major shifts happening. First, on April 10th, we have Jupiter in Sagittarius turning retrograde. And so January, February, March, and the first 10 days of April, this planet is moving forward. And I love Sagittarius. I love Jupiter. Most people do. It's a it's a bubbly planet. It's optimistic. It's forward thinking. It's very action oriented. And so the year 2019 may have started off with lots of things happening for a lot of people. After the 10th, you may notice some things quieting down and some things shifting a little bit. And maybe it's not everything hitting you all at once. I think that the sign Sagittarius is going to feel this, as well as Gemini, as uh, well as Virgo and Pisces. These signs are going to feel this change and this shift in the energy. It's nothing bad. It's not saying difficult, negative things are happening, but just some of the energy that's been there that's been rolling along so strongly is going to take a breath and calm down for a few months. It'll turn direct again later this year, and that's the time to shift into high gear once again. So that is going to change on April 10th, which is not very far away. And then on April 24th, we have Pluto in Capricorn, and it is also going to turn retrograde. And Pluto is a heavy hitter in astrology. It is a planet of power and intensity and force. And right now, it is in the area of Capricorn. And Capricorn is about big business. It is about work. It is about career. It is about authority. It is about big government. So as it calms down next month, we may see some things um, in the economy slow down because this rules big business. So I don't, you know, I don't even know enough about quarterly earnings and you know, GPA or whatever it is to even rationally be able to talk about economics. But I can tell you, when Pluto is turning retrograde and it is in the sign that rules big business, we may see some slower growth. We may see some indicators slow down a little bit. And again, remember, it's just slowing down. doesn't mean anything is crashing or horrible things are happening. But things that have been moving forward may, you know, 
hit a snag. They may still go forward, but not as smoothly or not as quickly. And so we just have to be patient. We may have to, you know, look at our one-year plan and five-year plan kind of thing. This, because it's part of government, we may see some changes in terms of government. You know, I know that right now the Democratic field has probably got, you know, 22 candidates or more all seeking to to run for president. You know, I'm wondering if after Pluto turns retrograde, we don't see a couple of these, these people start to drop out. Um, it's just, that's just me. Other astrologers may disagree with that. But I'm wondering, and we may see some things kind of clear out and slow down and some changes happen there. And then finally, so if all that wasn't enough, Saturn, also in Capricorn, is going to turn retrograde on the 29th at the tail end of April. It is also turning retrograde. Three big planets. Saturn is is the planet of fathers. You know, astrologers are kind of um, torn on this. Some astrologers look at Saturn being the father. Others look at Saturn, you know, related more to the authority of the mother and the maternal. I assign it more towards um, the father, um, that kind of authority. That And, that again, that could be our government, banking, big business. But it is also about our own job, our own work, our own career. Maybe you've been working super, super hard since January through April to land a certain client, to get this project done, to present this, to, you know, finish this this up and after the end of April you may say you know what (sighs) that's finished I deserve a break I'm going to take a week off I'm going to have a little bit of a vacation and so things may not be quite as intense or quite as in your face so we may not feel as driven with Saturn right there so a lot of things are going to quiet down a little bit and remember sometimes we need that you know retrograde is not anything bad and, you know, yes, I get pretty annoyed when Mercury retrograde interferes with my computer, as most of us do. But it's not a negative energy. It often gives us time to reflect, time to balance, time to go back and fix anything that needs to be fixed or redone. So take some time to use that and to use those retrograde energies in positive ways that benefit you. Remember, that April, the sign of the month is Aries. And I love that because Aries is the very first sign of the zodiac, and it's like a new beginning. It's spring. It's, you know, we're starting over. And Aries is going to be the sign of the month, which I'm going to discuss at the end of the hour. I always leave, you know, a few minutes at the end of the hour to talk about the sign of the month. So if you're in Aries or know somebody that's in Aries, make sure that you listen the whole hour because it's at the tail end of the hour that I'll be talking about that particular sign. So, okay, I'm going to mix it up. I Oh, I almost forgot. I am terrible at promoting myself. But I wanted to let everybody know what I am doing in April. And on April 6th, I will be part of the Awakenings Psychic Fair in Winston-Salem. 
and that is going to be from 10 to 5. I think it's at the Downtown Convention Center, but you can go on to the Awakenings 1111 website or the Awakenings 1111 Facebook page and get more details. But I think it's at the, I'm pretty sure since this is where it was last time, at the Benton Convention Center. And the person who creates this has all kinds of wonderful vendors and readers and healers. And it is just a good time is had by all. So if you are in the Winston-Salem area on April 6th, be sure to stop by and get a mini reading with me because I would love to meet you. And then on April 27th, I do not know how many people listening are in the Charlotte area, but I will be doing a one-day workshop on the art of creating a miracle. And this is something that was just um, almost pushed onto me by my guides. Like, it is time, and you should be doing miracles. And I'm like, really? You you sure? (laughs) Me? Everybody? And, And it's like, start talking about miracles. And I think we're going to start seeing more television shows about miracles and books about miracles. And we are going to work that day to see exactly how do we go about creating a miracle and what is that and how do we work with those energies and how are we as regular people able to do that. So it is going to be from 10 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. at the Heart Light Spiritual Center on Mallet Creek Road in Charlotte. And it is $65 for the day. So be sure to email me or sign up, and we are going to come together. And, wow, wouldn't it be nice if we could come together and create a miracle and change the world? World peace for everybody. You know, if world peace breaks out on the 28th of April, our group did it. You know, I'm going to take, <laughs> take ownership and say our little, you know, miracle seminar created that. And so I think that's going to be lots of fun, and I am so looking forward to that. So, okay, before I do anything else, let's start to take the first caller and see who wants to talk to me today. Claudia, who have we got as the first caller? Well, as the first caller, we have Troy Horst, and he's going to be with you in the Awakening 1111 Fair here in Winston-Salem on April 6th, and he is a reflexologist. But let's see what's his question and how you can help him today. Okay. So, Troy, hi, this is Susan. Hey, Susan, so good to hear your voice. Hey, did Claudia say you're an astrologer? No, I'm a reflexologist. Okay, okay. I got yeah. the ist, and I thought it was an astrologist, and I was like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> you know, one of us. <laughs> but you're close enough. <laughs> you're close still enough. one of us. So, That's amazing. You when you charged. work on feet, yeah, when you work on feet, other stuff shows up. So, yes, we're definitely in the same camp. We are in the same camp, and holistically, it's all one. And you know that, yes. and I know that, and um, I I have to stop by and see you and um, make a point of if I have any time that day, having you take a look at my feet. <laughs> we'll, we'll um, I would I'll look that. at your chart. You look at my feet. <laughs> we'll see what we can do with that. So, what is it that um, I can answer for you or talk to you about, or what is it that you would like to know about your chart? Sure. You know, um, it's been said in my chart. Well, two things. Well, one, because I know time is of the essence. Um, I have Uh a big shift and change coming up here with our practice 
um, later this summer and really looking at um, I just need clear direction on next steps moving forward. Okay. I will say that um, I think you are, when I talked about some of these planets slowing down, I think some of this energy is going to slow down a little bit. I will pay attention to June 26th through, hang on a minute, I want to make sure I get some very specific dates for you, June 26th through September 17th. And during that period of time, Jupiter is going to sort of move back into an area that it has been in. And it's a very spiritual area, and it's a very healing area. For those of you that know anything about astrology, Trace Jupiter is moving from the first house back into the 12th house. Now, the 12th house is um, very emotional. And so I want you to be aware that during those dates that I mentioned, you may, you know, face a few bumps in the road. Things with this move may slow down or not go as smoothly as what you think. It is a good move. It is the right move, and it will go forward. So I'm going to say just be patient with that because after September, it's as if this moves forward, you breathe a big sigh of relief, and like, I love it. But it's not without its challenges. And so there may be a little bit of discouragement. You know, the 12th house is very emotional. And when something means something to us, we tend to not always have perspective when it's important to us. We're very good at having perspective on other people's issues. Our issues, not always so much. So I'm going to say, you know, during that period of time that I just mentioned, you need to make sure that you are taking care of you. That is a very health-oriented energy. And given the fact that you are in the holistic healing field, that is actually very positive for you. So I really am excited about these changes coming up. But you're probably not going to have as much physical energy as you usually do. And so you need to make sure that you're babying yourself a little bit, that you're getting enough rest, that you're taking care of yourself, that you're not letting little things bother you or get out of control. This is a major major year for you in terms of your work and so you have you know pluto going back and forth you have saturn in your first house also going back and forth between your first and your second it can make you feel a little discombobulated i'm going to tell you that i do think there are going to be some extra expenses here that I would, if possible, I just put some extra money aside. Or, you know, if something else comes up, you can just roll your eyes and go, yes, Susan told me about that. But just because there's some extra expenses does not mean it's not a good move. Ultimately, I think that this move or these new changes that you're making can be very financially lucrative for you as well as very emotionally fulfilling. Because when I look at this chart, it's not enough for you to just be a successful business person. That's never going to be enough for the person with this kind of chart. You need to know that whatever it is you are doing is giving back in some way, is, is of service is what I want to say to other people. It's almost like the people you work with 
are your family or you're looking at your, your patients or your clients as family and you are seeking to balance this. You may even, I don't know what all is, is going to be going on or changing, but you may even look at, and it would be a good idea to think about, offering some kinds of family services. You know, teaching kids meditation or mindfulness or or classes or seminars for families together or all ages kind of thing. That would be lovely. But you're going to have to be patient with this because it's not going to happen as quickly as you want. Does that answer that a little bit? It does. Thank you. That's beautiful. I'm also going to say, hmm, next month in April... It looks as if there are some partnerships happening here. Are you partnering with somebody new or signing some new paperwork or something like that? Um, that that's definitely a possibility for sure. Okay, because April is very strong in terms of partnerships and in terms of I, I don't know how to, um, something mental like contracts or paperwork or information. So that would be a good time to team up with somebody about classes and workshops and seminars and, uh, you know, web information and Facebook and what have you. Um, And I definitely see this hmm, also kind of reawakening some positive past life qualities of leadership and authority opening up for you. Are you the head of this? organization or have a leadership role in it in in this business yes, I'm, the, I'm the i'm the proprietor i'm the head of it yes i am so not surprised <laughs> you were born to be in charge of this <laughs> i would just put it that way <laughs> and i think you'll make a very very good leader because you are able to listen to people to mediate to bring many different kinds of viewpoints together and that's one of the hallmarks of a good leader and i'm trying to see if there's anything jumping out that I would tell you to watch out for. I think in May and June, there's a lot of money energy going on here. And so you may be writing some big checks, but there may also be some additional income. It may be going out as fast as it's coming in, but I, see, but I do see it coming in. And so it's just a matter of you deciding how it is going to be used and how it can best be spent. There may be a little bit of what I would call a free hand with the checkbook, so you might want to have somebody else sort of spot you and, you know, Troy, is this really necessary, you know, where you're like, no, no, we need to get the best of this and we need to buy a fabulous new, you know, $10,000 computer. And um, it's a lovely energy, but it's usually an expensive one. So it's okay to buy on sale. I'll, I'll mention that. Um, so late May and June, <laughs> there may be some spending, but I definitely see the money being there. And it's coming in. So I think this is wonderful. I think you are paying attention to this. I think both 2019 and 2020 is about you moving into a new level of knowledge and wisdom and teaching. Are you teaching anything at this, this uh, um, center or proprietorship? Does it offer classes? Or are you writing a book about this? Or This is something that's coming up for you about how do you share information. So if you're not writing a book or doing some kind of teaching, I would really encourage you to do that. Thank you. Yeah, that is well, awesome. Yeah, that's, I'm not teaching, but I went to college to be a teacher, so I have the capacity to teach. And I love teaching, and that was one of my intentions for this coming year was to find opportunities to potentially be able to expand into that. Um, I just need to be aware of what those look like. 
yeah, you are naturally gifted in this area. I'm not surprised at all that you went to school to study, you know, to do that formally. You have a natural gift, and I would really encourage you to do as much teaching, writing, classes, and sharing of information as possible because that will only benefit you. Okay, Claudia's letting me know. I need to get going. (laughs) (laughs) Susan, thank you. This has been most insightful, and I am grateful for your time today. God bless you. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, Troy. Okay. Okay. Well, let us take a look at what is going on with some of the signs for during the year, during the rest of 2019. Because last month I did all the signs, Aries through Leo. And correct me if I'm wrong, Claudia, but if anybody wants to hear that, they can go to your website, Seaview, and um, go ahead and they can download that and listen to that. Now, yeah, they can just replay. Moving... They don't yeah. need to download. Just replay as oh, many okay. times as they need. There you go. So you can hear that. You could take notes. You could see what I said. So after Leo is Virgo, and Virgo is spending a lot of time this year on home and family. And for Virgos, it is an excellent year for them to buy property. Now, when I do my predictions in in January of every year, I said that the first half of 2019, it is more of a seller's market. But in the second half of 2019, I see it becoming more of a buyer's market. But for Sweet Virgo, they almost have a free ticket. They have some lovely astrological energy here that says they may just luck into something. They may know somebody that knows somebody and they luck into the right property. If they decide to sell their home or, you know, they get a great deal right away, they may buy a vacation home. It is a good time for them to renovate or remodel something. Even if they're just looking for a new roommate or or somebody to share expenses, Virgo has some lovely, lovely blessings here in terms of their home and their family. And this can sometimes be an expansion of the family. So if you've got kids that are, you know, of an age, you may be becoming a grandma or a grandpa. That may be an expansion, like, guess what, Mom, you know? <laughs> Dad, you're, you're going to be grandpa kind of thing. It can be expanding the family in that way. And if you are of an age and you want to have children, this is a good year because you're thinking a lot about children and you're thinking a lot about what you want your career future to be. There's a lot of power here in this chart in terms of creativity, in terms of how you are looking at yourself and your romance and your love. You know, this is a time when you're looking at it in a very solid, very real kind of way. But I love the fact that... Excuse me, that starting this month in March and really going through the rest of the year, you have a new energy that has moved into a new place in your chart, and it has moved into the ninth house. And this is an area of the chart that deals with travel. So Virgo may be, you know, packing their bags and getting out of town. There may be unexpected travel. You may decide to go somewhere you've never been, or you may decide to have a trip that's, you know, kind of like an adventure trip. Maybe you decide to go rafting down the river or, you know, going to see Easter Island or, you know, sailing around the world. What is, what spells an adventure to you? You may be doing very un-Virgo-like things. 
this is impulsive and it's fun. And in addition to travel, this energy can also bring up new ideas you want to study, new subjects you want to get into. You may be in college studying you know, to become a doctor and you decide you want to be an engineer instead. You may switch your major. You may decide to go back to school. It may just be more of taking classes online. Oh, for Virgo, this would be a great year to study astrology. This is the planet that rules astrology and new age subjects. So, man, Virgo can really get into studying astrology. Um, give me a call. I'd be happy to work with you. It is a wonderful time for Virgo to kind of stretch your wings and look at what is just interesting to you. Forget the practical realities of it. What, what speaks to you? Okay. Sorry, Virgo. Got to go. That's all you got. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say, who do we have next as a caller? We have Sharon. She's in North Carolina, and she is an Aquarius. She's an Aquarius. Hey, Sharon. Hey, Susan. How are you? I am good. It's nice to hear from a homegrown person who's right here in our city. (laughs) Yes. As an Aquarius, what can I answer for you, or what did you want to ask about? Um, I want to ask around my marriage and moving. Um, there's a possibility of relocation to Florida and just really looking at the stability of the marriage as well. And and kind of if, if I'll move in the next six to eight months to Florida. I would probably say yes. I don't okay. know that it is specifically to Florida, although since that's on the radar, I would say probably yes. But you know how I talked about that planet of unexpectedness and newness and upheaval? It's entering your area of home. So I would be looking for a major change in the home, and that's what's supposed to be happening for Aquarius. So, Mm -hmm. yes, this is actually a good year for you to move. Aquarius is a fixed sign. And when a sign is fixed, it means that that person can be, and I mean this in the nicest possible way, a little stubborn, whether Mm -hmm. that is in their ideas or whether that is in their routine or they can really be um, comfortable in a rut. They can be one of these people that just likes being in a rut and they're, you know, Aquarius does like being different, but they have a lot of staying power. And so I like the fact that Uranus is moving into a new area and says, yes, Make a new home for yourself. Start to do something different. Shake it up. New things can happen. This can be stressful because any kind of move can be stressful. But I do Mm -hmm. think moving is what you are supposed to be doing. And I think little by little over the years, this is going to turn out to be a very positive move for you and a positive change for you. I'm going to say I think next month in April, you are writing checks or making deposits or, you know, taking care of a lot of financial matters. And then more around, hang on a minute, I want to take a look at this. This is, right now, I see you as being, I don't know how to put this, but annoyed at your spouse. It's The energy feels very irritated, annoyed, angry, uh, and it's not just spouse, it's, it's family. And so, quite frankly, I'd say family members can just get on your nerves right now. <laughs> and yeah. I'm going to, yeah, 
you know, it's like not that you don't love them, but they're getting on your last nerve. Literally, they probably cannot breathe right for you, you know. It's just part of what's going on right now in March. And in April, I think that's going to improve a little bit. And so I would wait until after April to sort of make any irrevocable decisions. I think you're going to be thinking more clearly and be a little bit more calm and more balanced about things in April. And and I like that. I think that's a good thing. I'm also going to say remember about what I said about three planets all turning retrograde in April. So something that seems like, you know, very instant, very intense, okay, right now is going to soften after April. And so I would say make your decision after April. Okay. Thank you so much. That's just kind of what I needed because I've been stir crazy and all over the place. Well, there's a lot going on in your chart, so I'm not surprised. (laughs) Yes. And thank you for calling. Thank you, Claude. Okay. And now we are going to go back, and I have already talked about some of the things. I've got so many papers in front of me, you have no idea. I've already (laughs) talked about about some of the things. And now it's Libra, right? And now we're talking about Libra. And um, I will say that what I like about Libra is, you know, Libra is an air sign. And this year they have some lovely energy here in terms of the mind. And so Libra is all about sharing their ideas, you know, whether they're sharing them verbally and speaking up and speaking out. They may want to teach something. If Libra is invited to teach something this year, I would say yes. This is where you need to be the motivational speaker. You need to be the one teaching the class. You get some sort of plum assignment. But it's also a wonderful time to also be the student. You want to learn. And the mind is very open this year, all year, right through the end of the year. And so if if there's a subject you've always wanted to learn, but maybe it's been a little intimidating to you, this is the time to do it. You know, tackle Latin or learn sign language or even get into, you know, coding. And computer language is a language all its own. So be aware of that. I'm also going to say... Hang on a minute. I want to make sure I'm looking at that. I'm also going to say April next month is a really nice time for Libra to be, you know, packing their bags and going. I'm seeing all this travel for people. Um, Libra's is really just for April, where Virgo's is more for the whole year. So I would do something for spring break. I would get out of the house. I would make sure you're having a good time. Libra is also facing some financial changes. Now, I know when I use the word change with a client, everybody seems to tense up. But a change is just that it's just a change. It doesn't mean it's something bad. You have an energy coming into that is a new energy, one that is progressive and hasn't been there before, into the area of your chart that deals with money. And you may be talking to your financial counselor and moving money around and asking questions about, am I diversified enough? And how do I weather a recession if I need to? And do I have enough retirement? And you're looking at your money in a different way. There can be unexpected money coming to you. One of my clients, her father, he was in his 80s and in good health, but he just decided to write all of his kids a check for $10,000 while he was still alive. And one day she went to the mailbox and there was a check for $10,000. Like that is a nice Monday morning. And so sometimes it can just be 
unexpected money coming in. It, you know, you could win some money in the lottery. It doesn't have to be $100 million to make us happy. It could be, you know, $1,000 and you're thrilled. So this is a time when you are looking at finances in a different way. There may be ideas of how to make money. Oh, I could sell this, or maybe I could go online with that, or this hobby might actually be income-producing. So I like the newness of that, and I like oh, – sorry, Libra. I like the freshness of that. So I would say explore that. Okay, thanks for keeping me on target. Okay, and who do we have next? As another so, call it now we we have Wendy and you have her chart and everything with you and Wendy welcome to see you hi hi Wendy hi very very thankful that you took my call today my pleasure I see that you're a cancer and what can I help you with or answer about your chart for you well um, I had a very bad fall at six thirty three in the morning on the 14th of this month, and I've been off work one week. I am going to see my doctor in a, at 11 today, Pacific Standard Time, and a, a different doctor because my regular doctor is not available, and they asked for a week extension. And um, I, my good concern is employment. Um, I only really need to work another year, so um, will my... I'm applying elsewhere, um, so am I going to be continuously employed for another year? What do you see happening, please? Hmm. Okay. Right now, hang on, I want to get the dates on this right. I do see you being employed for another year. On February 26th, you know, one of the planets that was being kind of quiet and in the background came forward front and center. And um, as it did that, it really brought a lot of issues forward about career and about employment. So I don't know if something was going on around that time at work where, you know, rumors about layoffs or this or that. I think this, hang on a minute, this looks stressful emotionally. You know, I love cancer, but cancer can be a worry wart. And they just wring their hands, and they will worry about anything and everything. And you don't want to mess with cancer security because it will make them crazy. You just don't do that to a cancer. And it has been doing that to you. And the good news that I have is that that energy is starting to leave. So as the year progresses, you start to feel a little bit more centered, a little bit more calm, a little bit more like, okay, yes, I can deal with this. You know, I'm going to be able to handle this okay. And things seem to calm down. I do think you will be working for another year. As a matter of fact, I think it's really more the beginning of 2021 that you seem to retire and do something different. So I think you're going to be working the rest of 2019 and all of 2020. And then around 2021, this can even be very impulsive. You may be like, no, I'm going to stay. And then one day you just go, I'm out of here. You know, I've had it. Today's the day. And you may just make that decision. But, yeah, I do see you working this month. It looks stressful around the home. I don't know if your accident was because you were rushing or doing, but things around the home look very impatient um, a lot in March. And 
they seem to calm down in April. And in April, I think um, there may be, huh, something going on here medically. Doesn't, this looks like you find the right doctors. So that looks good. But it may be more around May, um, even June, before you start to feel 100%. So you're going to have to be patient with yourself. You know, but it will get there. So make sure you're taking care of yourself. Make sure you're doing all the right things. You have got to be more careful. I sound like I'm lecturing you like I'm your mother or something, but I will say you have a, a sort of chaotic energy around the home. It's not negative, but it's not very stable. So you need to make sure that you're not rushing or being impatient. Don't run down the stairs or something. Oh, just we run down the stairs and do this laundry real quick. And you're going to have to pay attention. This is where somebody yells your name and you, you know, have a knife and you accidentally nick yourself and need a couple of stitches or something. These are, you know, like silly little accidents, although it sounds like your fall was much worse than that. But this is where you're going to need to make sure that you are making a point of, being at peace at your home. You might want to do some meditations in your home and clear and cleanse the energy in your home. Not that there's anything bad in it, but you want to bring in a very calming influence kind of thing. You know, ask some blessings on the home. You're being invited to make some changes. And cancer doesn't always like to make changes. And so March looks a little unstable, but after April... March and April look like you you might need to be able to be adaptable and flexible. And then after April, that starts to calm down. I think you're going to be okay. I think, hang on a minute, I actually think as you get older, your money, there are changes there, but the changes look positive. I think there could be, over time, over the next seven years, I think there could be some strong financial changes that benefit you. And I'm not sure how you're doing this. Would you be thinking about refinancing the home in the next few years or something? This, This actually looks nice, not immediately, but a few years down the road. So, yeah, I would not necessarily be worrying about that too much. I think April, the rest of of March and all of April, yes, it is very focused on health and well-being. It is very focused on what you need to do to take care of your body and to heal. But I do think that's only for a few months. That's short term. And I think your employment is at least through 2021. Those are great news for Wendy. So thank you, Susan. Thank you, Wendy. So we had to go continue. So we talked about Libra, and now is Scorpio, right? We're up to Scorpio. You are absolutely right. What a good astrologer you're becoming, Claudia. <laughs> well, and I have the best. What can I say? We're on the radio, so you can't see my blushes. <laughs> I will say Scorpio is kind of lucky. Because they have a beautiful planet of abundance and expansion in 2019 entering their house of material wealth. I mean, what's not to like, right? So I will tell you quite frankly that Scorpio has a lovely opportunity this year to be able to increase their earning power. This may be getting a raise. This may be getting a bonus. 
if you if maybe starting your own business, it could be landing a big client. It you know there are lots of different ways this extra money can come in. And what I'm going to encourage Scorpio to do is to make a point, and I tell people this all the time. If you're a regular listener, I am sure you have heard this before, because what I tell people is when money energy is in your chart, it is your job to say thank you. So Scorpio needs to make a point of accepting that which people want to give them. So if a friend wants to take you out to lunch, it's okay. If somebody wants to give you some extra money for something, Accept it graciously, because the more that you accept, the more energetically that you are opening up the doors of financial abundance. Now, this energy is here right through the end of the year. I don't think it leaves until late late November, so you've got almost the whole year. Now, it is tied to the planet Jupiter, which we know is going to go retrograde next month on the 10th. So it's still going to be there. But it's going to quiet down a little bit. But it doesn't mean it's not still helping you. So it is a good time to work on ideas and to do things that you can do to think about how do I increase my earning capacity? How do I increase my retirement money? How do I make sure I have enough? Scorpio is not known for flinging around their money. They're usually pretty good with their resources. I'm also going to say there may be some things going on with um, siblings or extended family that may be challenging you a little bit. I would probably say if there's a family reunion, you might want to be busy that day. There may be a little (laughs) tension there or some blocks going on there. But I will also say that in April, I see this as a very financially lucrative month. There can be, oh, you, that's April. You may be getting a good tax return, or you may have to pay less than you thought. Or, you know, there are two ways that we have more money. We have more income, or we have less outgo. So maybe you get the car paid off, or maybe there's, oh, darn, okay. <laughs> well, at least I got to tell Scorpio some good things. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So just so you know, thank you, thank you, thank you beforehand. <laughs> so I did what you asked. Um, so now we're going to go with a caller, and her name is Edna. And okay. I believe she's a Sagittarius. All right. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Thank you. I am good. Okay, and Claudia told me that you're a Sagittarius. I am. And what is it that you want to know today about the stars? Um, I want to know if, um, about my job, I want to know if I'll be getting a new job next month and will I be moving out and having a new place as well. And if I should be looking in the state of North Carolina or be looking in the state of Texas. Well, well, that's a lot, and I wish I had your natal chart here instead of just a general chart for Sag. But I would say uh, April looks like, yes, there is a lot of movement. So that may be when you start packing up boxes. That may be when you start to you know, find the exact right place. So, yes, I do think that there's going to be some kind of movement going on. Now, in terms of work, hmm, I don't know if your company is making some changes 
or downsizing, but in April, both Saturn and Pluto are going to turn retrograde, and some things may slow down there. So you may, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for you. You may be overworked right now, and you're like a slow down, thank you, you know, heaven, I don't have to work as hard, but it may also be, oh, the company's not doing as well. They're talking about maybe laying off. This looks like um, this can cause some tension, and this looks like it may be kind of difficult. I am going to say I think the job situation is going to be up in the air for a while, and I think around um, September is when you really feel much more secure about things. And things are um, on much more solid footing and seem to be moving forward and you seem to be working hard. So there may be a lot of things that are not settled and are up in the air for the next few months. And, you know, I hope I'm wrong because we all want to feel secure in our job. But I do think things get much better after September. And that looks like a really good month for you about that. I'm also going to say, hang on. That's happening in April. I am, when is that going to, okay, I'm trying to look at some things going on in your chart right now. I am also going to say one of the things that I think is happening around May, there is a positive energy for you in terms of your work from May 15th through June 7th. And that would be a good time to talk to your boss, to put in a resume, to look for another job, to interview, to, you know, um, it's a positive energy. So what positive way would you like to use it? That would be the time that I would tell you to put yourself forward because it looks like a very nice work-oriented energy. Now, the home energy is there right now. Sorry. Um, but it's there right now, and it is there through the end of April. So start packing. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, okay. we are just going back and forward, and we are we are moving along like nobody's business here. <laughs> okay. So, now so we, we are going Sagittarius. to Sagittarius. Yes. How did you know that? Oh, Sagittarius. I know, (laughs) is the sign that has Jupiter right in your own very special sign. And it has been right next to your sun for these last few months. And as I said earlier, on April 10th, it is going to turn retrograde. It is still there. It is still right next to your sun, but it is not going to be as, as loud, so to speak. And so I think Sag has been ready to go, ready to do, ready to make changes, ready to speak up and take names and kick butt. And now you may quiet down a little bit. It feels like you want to um, start to, instead of looking at all the new things you want to do, you're ready to start making plans. Let's start implementing this. Let's look at what this would require. Let's start to build an infrastructure. Let's start to make these plans be realized. So it's not quite as, as up in the air and forceful and impulsive, but it's a little bit more solid. And I like this. You know, Sag can sometimes be a little too abrupt or too impulsive, and I think this slows down just the right amount. So I like this. When when Jupiter is in our sign, it gives us uh, more confidence, 
Um, Sag is usually pretty confident anyway. They usually know what they think and know what they believe. And so when you have this extra push, although I see it as positive, some people can see it as being a little bit of a know-it-all. Like, well, who do they think they are? They, they're not in charge of this. You know? um, so sometimes that could be misconstrued a little bit. This is where there's a quiet confidence, and it's not loud. It's not in anybody's face. It's just, well, you know, my plan would do it this way. And so I think you're going to be listened to well, and I think you're going to see this going on for the next several months. You have been very concerned with money and finance since 2017. You know, um, so 2017, all of 2018, all of 2019 and 2020, sorry, but you're still there. It is as if you're working very hard for what you have, but you have it. You're looking at what you need to put aside. You're looking at what your financial goals are, and you are prepared to do what needs to be done. There may be extra expenses. Sometimes it could be helping mom or dad out. Sometimes it could be, you know, repairs that need to be done on the house or there's some sort of plumbing issue that, you know, turns out to be a big sewer issue, which I hear is very expensive. But you're willing to work hard to do it. And you're willing to sit down and run the numbers and not just do something by the seat of your pants, but really have a plan. And I like that. One of the things I'm going to tell Sag they need to be aware of is their health. You know, not that I see bad health, don't get upset, but on this month, on March 6th, Uranus changed signs and it went into Taurus. And as it did that, you know, Uranus is a planet of revolution. You may make some revolutionary changes in your health regime. Instead of, you know, a scotch at night when you come home, you have a sparkling water. You give up gluten, join the gym, and take up yoga. This can be a very positive energy for making some health changes that you have long needed to do but have just kind of put off. You know you know it, it's in the back of your mind, but now this energy has come in and you're like, okay, I'm ready to do it. Show me. I'm, I'm ready to do the work. This can also be getting interested in all different kinds of, darn, all different kinds of healing. I'll just get that in quickly. So you may investigate different kinds of holistic healing along with traditional and get the best out of both. Okay, I got it right there in the tail end. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So, um, Susan, we have seven minutes remaining. We have three other colors, and we have the this, the sign, sign of, of the, the month. month. Let's take so. one more caller, um, and then I'll quickly go into sign of the month. Okay. And whoever so. does not get in this month, because I hate to leave people waiting so whoever cannot get in this month i would like them to be first up next month because if they want to call in i want to talk to them and sometimes i have no problem going over but today i happen to have clients booked right after the show and i can't do that so i do want to make sure they know they're important to me and they can be first in april show okay so you heard it so the way to make sure that you're first on next show is private message me, Claudia Purek, on Facebook, and let me know that you were in the show, that you're going to be here for next show in April 29, and I can put your name first. So send me a note, okay? Uh, so we're going to get... Um, 
Capricorn. We're getting Jacqueline from New Jersey, Capricorn. Okay. So we got a Jersey girl on the phone. Hello, Jacqueline, can you hear us? Yes, I'm here. Okay. I have um, a general chart for Capricorn, and I'm going to ask what it is that you want to know. I'm going to have to go very quickly. Well, um, I mean, I'm glad you're going to go quickly because um, um, less output and more input. That's really my focus at this point. Like, what's going to happen in April? Okay. April, some things are going to slow down. I'm going to tell you quite frankly this year in 2019, it may be a bit emotionally challenging. You know, you have some energy here in an area of the chart that has to do with our feelings. And Capricorn is pretty linear. They, you know, they can be a little bit black and white. They don't like all this mushy (laughs) feeling stuff. Not that they don't have them. They don't like having them own them. And you may be a bit surprised at how emotional you are about things. And you need to understand that this is not a bad thing. This is giving you Mm -hmm. an opportunity to go back to old issues and old wounds and old things that have bothered your life and bring Mm -hmm. them up for health and healing. You're going to need to watch your energy, especially in April when this slows down. Do not push yourself past the point where you feel comfortable. If you are tired, you need to rest. That's not being mm-hmm. a lazy bum. That is taking care of yourself. So make yes, sure you I'm are doing that. that. Yeah, that take a nap. Now. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Astrologically, mm-hmm. that's what it is asking you to do. And Capricorn is not always good at that. They're like, oh, I'll take a nap right after I finish this. Uh-uh. You know, listen to your body. I do think there's a lot of running around and busyness in April, and you're going to need to be a little bit more careful in the car. This is where you come to a complete stop. You don't run the red light. You uh, you don't speed because you could get a ticket. You know, I hope you don't. Mm-hmm. I hope you're not in a car. If you're in New Jersey, you might not even need a car if you can, you know, take public transportation. But I would say okay. just be a little bit more careful there. I would also say in late April and going into May, it looks like there's a nice energy there around the home. So you may be shopping, you may be buying some new furniture, you may be having people come to visit, but it looks like it's a trying nice energy. Oh, so there you go. Everybody's moving. Um, so it is a nice energy Not for far, finding though. the right place to move to. So I would say wait a couple of weeks and then get busy and get out there and start looking because late April and May, I think you're going to find the right place. I already have the place. It's just the right timing and the conditions and the circumstances that I'm concerned with. But, yes, um, at this point and moving forward, I really don't want to give out too much of my energy anymore because it's draining um, emotionally, psychologically, okay. and I'm very empathic. So and trying to learn how to actually handle it without falling apart. Okay. Make sure you have some support going on. And sorry, Claudia is letting me know. We need to we need to move on to the next next thing that I'm going to get in right here at the tail end of the hour. Wow, this hour has gone by in the blink of an eye. We are going to start okay. talking. Uh, uh, thanks for calling. And I'm going to agree with you that you need to be taking care of yourself. And you need to not be pushing yourself. And if you're already picking this up, then you are picking up accurately. 
And thank you for calling Jackson. Now, we have Aries as a sign of the month. And as many of you know, Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. And as such, Aries is the baby of the zodiac. And like most infants, Aries can sometimes be concerned with their own needs first. (laughs) This is not to say that Aries is selfish. Far from it. It's a very generous sign. But it can be a lifelong struggle for Aries to see a situation from the other person's point of view. This is not something that is always easy for them, and it's a behavior that they have to learn. You know, their their life view is often about what they see. You know, there's that old saying, if you're not the lead dog, the view never changes. That was probably coined by an Aries. They want to be first. They want to be out in front is where they're most comfortable. And I will say the sign of the ram can be one of the most competitive energies. You know, they like to do physical things. They want to run track. They, you know, they're not as good in team sports as they are in individuals. They want to swim. They want to run track. They want to do something where their personal achievement is noted. And so they're often very gifted athletically. You know, but with Mars as a ruling planet, Aries can be very forceful. You know, anger can sometimes be their go-to emotion and be argumentative. So, you know, teaching them to, you know, chill a little bit and that anger is not always appropriate. When they are happy, they are the most sweet, kind, trusting energy. Aries, believe it or not, they have this innocence to them that just makes me think of a child's trust. There's no subterfuge. They're not going to lie. What you see is what you get. If you ask them if they like dinner and they don't, they're going to say no. Too much salt or I don't like the broccoli or they're going to tell you. And they're not trying to be mean. They're not trying to hurt your feelings. They don't lie well. They're going to tell you the (laughs) truth. You know, but there's an honesty. They don't lie. They don't cheat. They don't steal. And because they have this sort of innate honesty, they're bewildered when other people lie to them. You know, they don't get it. They're like, why didn't they just tell me I didn't get the job? Why didn't they just tell me they didn't want to date me? You know, because they would have told you. You know, they would have been honest. And they can handle the honesty much better than they can handle a a kind of lie. So find a way when you're working with Aries to be honest with them and to be tactful with them. But I love the spark of joy that just radiates out from this sign. They love life. They enjoy doing things. They get excited about things, and then they get you excited about them. They go for the gusto like nobody I've ever seen. This is not the sign that's going to sit around comfortable, you know, with the remote in hand watching Netflix. They're going to be like, you know what we've never done? Let's try rollerblading. Let's you go zip lining. You know, let's do this. They have ideas. This is a very action-oriented sign. They want to act on their ideas. They want to do something. So keeping Aries active is very important because they can be a bit restless. And, you know, they can drive a parent crazy with, I'm bored. What can we do? Are we there yet? You know, kind of thing. But they are so kind and they have such a generous heart. 
and I love the sweetness of this sign. They genuinely want to protect other people and help other people. They sometimes can go about it a little uh, abruptly, but their heart is so open and in the right place. So if you have an Aries child, if you have an Aries spouse or friend, just go and give them a big hug and let them know how loved they are because their heart will just open to you. So, okay, where are we on time, Claudia? We are almost over. Oh! We're done. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, talk about perfect timing. (laughs) Perfect timing. (laughs) So, thank you, Susan. So, again, you're coming back next month on the 29th. And then we're skipping mm-hmm. May, people. So we're going to get callers for next, um, for April, and then come back after May in June. So thank you, everybody, for uh, reaching out, for sending your information, for being on top of things. Thank you, Susan, for another beautiful, excellent show. All right. My pleasure. I will see you next month. And we will be here. Thank you. Okay, take care. Bye.